Play. Hello, welcome on board to the playroom. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You're welcome. I was actually thank just you. checking. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> many, many happy returns, my dear. I hope all is well. All is well, all is well, thank you. How's everything on your end? Everything is fine. I'm just juggling, you know, work and all, protecting yourself because of COVID and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, really. Yeah. Okay. And then let let people know where you actually are right now. Oh, okay. So I'm speaking all the way from Accra, Ghana. In the West, yeah. It's it's located in West Africa. Ghana is located in West Africa. Wow. You're the first person that is on this playroom from Ghana. So you're welcome. Really? Thank you. (laughs) Ah, That means a lot. (laughs) I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Anytime, anytime. Um, we met on Clubhouse, and mm-hmm. it's amazing how that platform has opened doors to just create room for networking. You know. Exactly. Mhm. Because me personally, yeah, I Clubhouse is one like powerhouse for of connections, networking. And I'm so grateful for everybody I've met so far on the platform, definitely including you. Including you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow, it's it's really, really good to even see how, you know, it connects and you're still able to reach out to people even though they're far away. It doesn't really change. It's really about what you do and what you've been able to cover. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. What yeah. really even thrilled me most about you was that you know you've been able to do marketing from another completely different degree. You know, when you think about what you've been able to impact your society with with what you do. So I definitely want to know more about your story, and you know you can take the floor so that we can get to you know open up discussion. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much once again. Well, um, the name is Kwesibia. Kwesibia, a young lady that comes from the Gulitaka region of Ghana. In fact, my story has been all thoughts like from finishing my undergraduate studies, which I majored in psychology, to fast forward during my master's in marketing, and then zooming on straight to do my own thing. That's like, you know, taking up the entrepreneurship journey, which we all know is not an easy one, but hey, I think so far it's been worth it. Aside mainstream entrepreneurship, where, of course, we're all working for money, I decided to, you know... Do like venture into a non-profit as well, and this non-profit is called Future Ladies, which I hear I, I, I actually hold so 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 dear to my heart because in there you can meet people, impact their lives, and the good thing with that we're not just impacting their lives through reaching out, giving them gifts, talking to them, you know, but it's more of setting up projects that are run over a period of time, regardless of whether or not we are there there can always be something that people can follow up on as in continuity, you know? And that that alone for me is not the highest degree of success, but at 
least getting there because you're giving back to society and they can quantify not necessarily quantify but know that it's something substantial you know to them and to the community as, as a whole yeah yeah okay that's really really good that you're able to see that from that point of view creating impact even without you being there physically because you know there's a cause that's being um treated wow yeah yeah one one other thing that i would like to also like add on is the fact that i think a lot of people think when you talk of impacting you need to be there you know in person you could just go there once, twice. Of course, do follow-ups afterwards. But what is the most important thing is for you to set up systems, to set up, you know, programs or projects where even when you are not around, people can still roll it out. That is continuity. That is, you know, sustainable development. If not really, then what impact are you making, you know? Exactly. I mean, there's been challenges along the line. I remember when we started... There, was, there wasn't much funding. Everything was just me and maybe a couple of friends that would think they want to give out something. But the beautiful thing with what I've realized when it comes to impacting, most especially, is once you start, once you start, help will find you. It doesn't matter where you are on earth. Help will just find you. And it will together with you and the good cause that you have that's really really true especially when you know that you're doing the right thing with the right intention the right people come to support you because they also believe that you're the fire starter you're the kickstarter and without you starting there's no funding without you starting there's no progress so it's it's bigger than physical stuff now especially you know, during COVID, people have been impacting each other online. So there's a bigger outreach now. There's much more things to be done. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, for instance, in our organization during COVID, uh, when everybody was on lockdown, we kept asking, what can we do? What can we do? And then the realization came, hey, there's social media. Hey, there's, um, you know, there's the Zoom, there's the Instagram, there's the WhatsApp. You can start a group on it. When you put something on, someone might see it and see, oh, I'm interested. I want to volunteer. You can volunteer even in your house. Sometimes it's just a word or two. Some people have the talent to speak and people listen. People are drawn to the way they speak. Probably, you know, how you sound. You know, stuff like that. So everybody can make an impact. And one thing that I've realized in life is after everything is said and done, yes, of course, we all love money. Don't get it twisted. I love money. <laughs> we, get, we, we all love money. But the most important thing is what will be said after you're long gone. Did you achieve your purpose? Was your purpose, you know, discovered how many lives did you impact? What, what what the gifts that God gave you to bring on earth? Did you materialize it? You know, some people call him God, others call him the supreme being, others call him Allah. Whatever it is you choose to call that supreme being that brought us here, have you accomplished his mission and purpose for your life? You know, that's it for me. Yeah, it's what you leave behind that causes an impact because... If they can't remember how you impacted them, they wouldn't remember what you did, you know, because people forget mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even speaking yeah. about what you even mentioned with, you know, online social media, just tell us a little bit about how, you know, COVID has been in Ghana because it hasn't really been, you know, put on the news. So we can't really say True. what happened. So just give us a little Thanks. breakdown. Anyway, thank, thank, thank you for bringing this one up. So Ghana, I think the African community in a whole, with all due respect, didn't take this whole COVID thing seriously from the very beginning. Yes, of course, our government imposed lockdowns, but I'm talking of the individuals, you know, in the country. A lot of people were complacent. Oh, this thing is not really killing us. Of course, in the beginning, everybody was scared. But after some time, they felt like, okay, you know what, people get sick and they recover, so we are fine. But guess what? The current situation in Ghana is nothing to write home about. People are dying. People are getting infected. Let me see. I know about, let's see, about four people that are infected, and two of them didn't have it easy at all. Okay? One has passed, two are recovering, and the other person has recovered. So I think this second wave has really, really hit us, and it's it is not looking funny at all. And I think that was because of how, you know, irresponsible a lot of people were because they wouldn't adhere to the social distancing. Or, yeah, they do wear their nose masks, but when they get to a place where it's just family and friends or colleagues, oh, that's my friend, so I can do it and take off my nose mask. No, it doesn't work like that. I mean, wow. COVID is no center of persons. At all. So I think now, most of the hospitals are full. Everybody has realized they need to be a little, in fact, not a little, they need to be very, extremely, extremely careful. So at least we are there, but unfortunately, those that got infected, we hope they get well soon. And with this new strain around, you know, you can get infected when you are, how many meters apart? That's even the scary part. So me, for one, like this, I'm home. I just try not to go to work from home. There's a new project that's coming up um, with one of the telcos in the country but we're still trying our best to do everything before we go to the community because you know we have to meet the people one on one of course we will um observe all the covid protocols because more of a, tra- a skills training program okay but yeah that that's where we are as a country and um they are even considering putting the whole country on lockdown when which you know as a third country if that's supposed to happen it, it's kind of like Distort a lot of things, but hey, human life first, right? Exactly. So, when do they plan on doing this? So they just mentioned, I think, a couple of days back, that they are con- they are seriously considering a lockdown. We haven't heard much about it again, but um, I don't know. We just have to keep our fingers crossed and hope that that is not the case, and people are getting better, and the hospitals don't eventually get overwhelmed because I feel I feel like that's what they're trying to prevent. You know the situation in Africa, the hospitals aren't even enough. So if there's an influx of patients and they are overwhelmed, we'll be in serious trouble. So I'm sure that's what they're trying to prevent. Yeah. Wow. I really hope and pray that you guys stay safe and <clears throat> this this new variant doesn't get you, you know, to a point where it loses another year. You know, so if people are able to understand how severe this is to bring life back and to bring normality back, then they should take care. 
Well, honestly speaking, we it's not even something we can we can describe or tell, but it's it's being treated people are taking it more seriously especially now with the way things are going people want to be safer some people are even saying that they are wearing two masks on you know so it's it's just different stories you hear every day but i think yeah but i forgot to add one <laughs> sorry to catch you but i forgot to add one thing you know i don't know if you've ever had experience of this old african um how do I even put it? Medicinal. How do I put it? Ah, I don't the herbal medicine. Like, thank you. The herb, basically. So you, mm. you know the neem trees and the lemon and the they have some other leaves. So you you have to boil it. So the, a lot of people are doing that now. So you literally boil it and then how do I even say it in English? Ah, okay. you boil it and it's basically okay. So you cover your head. Sort of, of course, you don't dip your head into the hot water, but the steam from that enters you. You basically put a blanket over and it enters you apparently. It helps to a large extent. So, there are a lot of people that are doing, you know, some using it to serve as prophylaxis, others using it to serve as even like a, pre- a preventive measure, aside wearing the nose mask, the face mask, and you know, using the sanitizers and washing hands and all of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. People definitely need to try that because it's also about your immunity system. It's not just about COVID. It's about how have you been treating yourself before now. Yeah. And if you're able to understand that you are doing the right thing, taking your vitamins, drinking the right things, having a healthy diet, Mm -hmm. then it won't be Mm -hmm. severe as much as someone who has never picked up a, a treadmill or picked up, you know, a fruit you know, so those are things that people have to think about. It's not just COVID. It's about what are you doing with your own lifestyle. Thank you. Thank you. So me personally, I think in as much as COVID hit last year and it hit real bad, aside the lives that were lost, which is quite unfortunate, and may their souls rest in peace. I think it it has actually taught us a whole lot see life in a different perspective that's to say if you weren't seeing it like that already because it makes you see the need to take your exercises seriously eat well you know take your vitamins for instance in africa how many people even wash their hands before they eat Mm. not too many in fact not even (laughs) three quarters of like the population so now there's a need to something that should be normal is now, you know, trying to find its way in there. So I think even if, as much as it's been a bad experience, at least it's taught us some good. And hopefully they do take those things, you know, and imbibe it in whatever they do going forward. Yeah. I pray so too. I pray so too. Because now it's the simple things like covering your nose when you sneeze, things like that that people just don't take for granted is something that now they're realizing oh they they used to take it for granted and it's like simple simple things like that should show you how life is precious and you should be so focused on you know building you and your charisma and your character that somebody else can emulate that because you you went through a training Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i think also looking at this from a different perspective from the entrepreneurship perspective or even let me say individuals in general you realize that a lot of people now see the need to 
set aside some money. I mean, for most people, maybe yeah, you and I were already doing that, but most people weren't. So you'd realize that. Then again, I'll speak about Africa because this is where I am. Um, a lot of people were found wanting when we're supposed to go into the first lockdown because these are people that spend everything they earn. When it comes to saving, it doesn't matter whether you're making millions or you're making, you know, um, just thousands or even hundreds. Saving is supposed to be an act. So you make up your mind that you're putting, let's say, ten percent of how much you're earning, regardless of the amount, down, just in case of an emergency. At least there's something you can reach, you know, for. So I think that in as much as it's been bad, it has brought us in different. You know, with regards to health, with regards to um, work, entrepreneurship, whether you work for someone, it's sort of several things, including how to save money, how to live well, how to live healthy, and all of that. Yeah. Wow. I really think that people need to go through this as, you know, virtual workshops or just, you know, taking the news more seriously and reading in between the lines to know that Mm -hmm. this is something they need. And once they're able to push through, then it builds it builds them for a better future. And even for your business as well, um, how has this affected you? And how is it has it improved the the planning for the next year? This year, actually. Yeah. Um. So that's a good one. In fact, when COVID started, because nobody saw it coming, we were caught unaware. But like they say, in every good business structure, you should have alternative plans. So there and then it was like, what can we do at this point in time to make ends meet? Because the world is still not going to stop moving. Well, like it's not going to stop. It won't come to a standstill because it's COVID. So we just improvised. We said, you know what? Why don't we start a virtual something? Okay, because I've, I've never really been. I know this would be like a shocker, but I've never really been the social media person up until COVID. I'm like, you know what? We need to take this seriously. So we started, you know, like marketing most of the things that we do online, and basically through our stories, nothing major. And even that one pulled in some really good deals, and then some really good um, what's it called collaborations. For instance, this major with regards to NGO, this major that. We're doing one of the telcos in the country. It was via social media. We did. I think we went to a community to go talk to them briefly on like how serious COVID is, and for them to adhere to all the safety protocols. We gave out some nose masks, some soaps, and then I think um, sanitizers, and that was it. A top shot happened to see us, see what we're doing, and it's like, oh, I like this cause. We can do something together. So, you know, yeah, it hits us, but at the same time, we improvise, we said, let's go, let's hop on social media, and there we have it. I mean, we, we made some great connections, and then we're going to roll this program out. Fast forward, even in 2020, Clubhouse came, I jumped on it, and then here we are, you're interviewing me, because <laughs> we got to connect on there. So, exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a definitely a place I believe most people can tap in quickly and send, you can send yeah. them to places without you having to advertise or you know put a lot of effort so it's just word of mouth mm-hmm. and making sure that the message mm-hmm. is sent home 
Yeah. And even going forward, we we plan on doing a lot more of social media. So we want to really, really start posting because we feel like if the stories are getting us things like this, then if we start posting actual, you know, pictures and videos where people can always go reference to it, then it will be it will be it will be fireworks. So yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it yeah. too. Definitely to see what impact is being caused. Thank you. Very soon, I'll, I'll let you know. Immediately we do that, like hit you up real quick. Okay, I really appreciate that. I really do. For this year, um, just let people know as well what your plans are. I know you've mentioned about the virtual workshops and the tours in terms of you know spreading that online. But when you're looking at it from a realistic standpoint, what are your plans? Because you know you planned knowing there's still COVID, but in case that now takes a, you know a leap and that just disappears. Exactly, a different turn. How you? What's your comeback strategy? Yeah, so um, assuming COVID is up here, like next month, ah, I'll be so excited, like extremely happy. And then, like I said earlier, because as a business, I feel like the best thing to do is to always have alternative plans. Like if, if A happens, what are you going to do? If B happens, what are you going to do? So we already have put in place... All we're going to do should COVID disappear and when everything comes, like everything is normalized and we need to go back to the, you know, one-on-one person meeting, you know. Basically, our plan would then be, of course, still go out into the communities and roll out our various projects. And to explain into details how we did that, we've already spoken to most of the people that matter in the various communities. This is with regards to um, the NGO in the various communities. To let them understand that, well, for now, we might start rolling out virtually, but should things normalize, we sent our letters, Every, I mean, everything we have to send. That's one thing everybody should know. Planning is key. We send everything out. So should COVID disappear, it will basically be like, okay, guys, we have letters waiting already, you know. So worst case now, what we'll do is let's, let's choose another day or let's reschedule, you know and we are good to go with regards to actual work um, I'm talking about you know I'm done talking about the non-profit for other businesses that we do that purchase as income we've also spoken to our clients we send them um, our various projections for the year what we have for them if they are interested how we're going to negotiate and get deals you know signed and sorted so basically I think it's planning and putting in place the necessary things you need to do such that should the table turn at any given point in time, you're still sorted. Of course, it won't be as easy because now everybody, I think everybody is kind of, you know, like getting comfortable with the whole social media thing, online meetings, you know, because now we do a lot of Zoom meetings. I don't know how fast that will change. So I feel like for clients that would want us to still maintain Zoom meetings or, you know, do online, we are ready for them. And then for those that will also want us to do one-on-one in person, of course, after COVID, we are also ready for them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And it's something that I'm, I'm trying to, you know, to picture, but I know that this is something that can definitely build an impact. And I know since you're using Clubhouse as a medium too, it's going to send the word much faster. Are, are people in Clubhouse from Ghana using it a lot now or it's just slowly picking up? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think um, quite a number of people have jumped on it. You know, because it's an, 
invite only apps. You literally have to be invited before you get to be on it. So yeah. People have heard. A lot of people want to join. For someone like me, yo, I didn't keep quiet about it. Because I feel like I can't enjoy all of these goodness. Like, you know, people <laughs> need to hear about it. Yeah. So I kept telling friends, I didn't have a clubhouse. Like, my sister, when I go to them, like, listen to them, they're like, hey, what are you listening to? I'm like, ah, oh, you're missing out. You're missing out. If you are an iPhone, please. You they're like, ah, and my invites are out. I'm like, God, oh, what do I do? So, yeah, people have heard about it. Yeah. The only problem is most of them haven't received invites yet. something that you know will bring you up on the playroom again you know maybe in the future when things are working out to just you know discuss okay. much more and we can you know piggyback on what we talked about today um sure. just to know uh, how can people reach you um if they wanted to connect with you i know you're not on social media like that but what's the best hey, way no, they no, can I'm reach actually come on social media now like i told you after covid i'm like check you need to be on social media because listen it's, it's a good networking ground. In as much as they're the bad side, they're the good side. And I think depending on how you see it, either half full or half empty. And I just see it half full. So I'm on. If anybody wants to reach out to me, my personal Instagram account is Quercipia underscore. I know it's a mouthful, so let me spell it. K-W-E-A-S-I-P-E-A underscore. And then for the NGO, the page is Future Ladies Foundation. You find it, Future Ladies. Just put in Future Ladies on Instagram and we'll pop amazing things happening on that page. Please check it out, check it out, check it out. You can volunteer from wherever you are in the world. Uh, our arms are wide open. 
yeah so basically that's it and then if you want any consultancy services on customer care please do reach out to me you can just send me an email on questibia at gmail.com k-w-e-a-s-i-b-e-a or if you want anything supplies or soap to any part of the world because we, we work on soaps as well like i produce this liquid soaps and then okay. they're really cool so please check it out call me Everybody, please make sure you get in touch because I believe that together we can work magic. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining the playroom. Today has been really, really interesting, especially being the first from Ghana. I'm looking forward to many more. Woo! Wait, am I the first from Africa, though? No, not from Africa. <laughs> wow! <laughs> anyway, my feet are first from Ghana. I'm Definitely. You're most welcome. It, it was a true honor and I really appreciate it. Shout out to Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Clubhouse. But without them, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you too, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Really appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah. So we'll be in touch. Yes, right. we will. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. You guys heard it first um an amazing session go check her out you know check the ngo and you know stay on clubhouse because these things happen every week so stay tuned be blessed and have a wonderful wonderful day take care of yourselves and mask up for sure peace out